Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. You're fucking breathing too much of that LA smog, dude. Just fucking <laughs> flake it. I'm at home. Pe- Hawaii. <laughs> people at all right, good. That's why you were at least kind of on time. I mean, ho- people in Hawaii. I mean, they're Hawaiian time. They'll be a little late, but if they're late. It'll just be like a whole day. They'll be like, oh man, like some shit happened. Otherwise, they're pretty much on time. LA is like everyone's like huffing smog, so they're everyone's like always like an hour late or just like we'll like forget or like some bullshit, bro. Some bullshit, see, dude. Bullshit. LA, LA is disrespectfully late. And Hawaii is pretty respectful. Dude, LA know? is like disrespectfully just etc. etc. bro. <laughs> That's right, bro. Where you right now? I'm in Colombia, bro. Are you serious? You yeah, I, and you never came back. I, I live here. No way. Yeah, bro. It's a whole thing, man. So that whole artist commune thing. Yep. Well, it's not a commune. First of all, communes don't work out. (laughs) Communes either become cults or go out of business. And the reason they either become cults or go out of business is because you have to have someone making decisions. Like, you know what I mean? You can't just have like a hundred people all sitting around in a circle being like, all right, so whoever's got the feather gets a vote. It's like, yo, that's cool, you know, like short term, you know, for like a little meeting or something. But you can't be doing that every day with every decision. You can't like, shit does not work, bro. This sounds oddly specific. Like you have a lot of experience in uh, in this area. I got a lot of experience in a lot of areas, bro. I believe it. This, That's they just tell me so. Yeah, so basically, I am working on two different projects down here, but it's like it's got to all be done the way I want it done. You know what I mean? And then whenever I'm not there, it's got to be done by whoever's designated to do it. Cause otherwise shit just doesn't get done. Basically. <laughs> That's like basically how life works. Shit, man. Let me know if you need any help. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know. You said you had some beef between me and our mutual friends. So I don't want to like, talk to him and he's like oh i'm like oh yeah your boy's down here with me in columbia he'd be like what (laughs) i mean i don't even know what the beef is i don't even care dude i don't even care i don't even care i mean i'm curious what i was bro i've been so paranoid i've been living on edge bro i just like i straight up just faded everyone from that scene from la wait you're you're paranoid oh yeah just a little bit you know, a healthy paranoia. Yeah, but like you were that. always paranoid. But I everything. know. Oh, that's what I. Oh, no, that's just well, you, you in know. general. <laughs> so, I don't know what the fuck, dude. That's like me being like, I like to drink water. It's you like, like yeah, water. That's like me saying that. You saying you're paranoid. It's like, yeah, I know, we know, we know you like to drink water. 
<laughs> I didn't know that about you. I didn't know you were uh, we, a we, we know we know you're it's as natural as you being paranoid. <laughs> you know me too well. Bro, there's a saying, bro, don't like paranoia will destroy you, bro. Don't do it, dude. Hey, Ryan, so it has to be true. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I had a little anxiety because I had a thing scheduled for night, a show scheduled for night. The guy like stood me up, and then like the dogs outside were barking, like fucking security was like knocking. It was just like, dude, like just, everyone just chill out. I'm trying to freaking get a that's show, crazy. get a show in, you know? That's so that's why you canceled on him, or he canceled on you. Dude, trade up disappeared. That's crazy. I hope he I hope he's alive. He rides a motorcycle, so I don't know. Oh shit! I don't know how that is. He's probably alive. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope he's alive. Well, you know what? I'm flattered, Aaron, that I'm the second most interesting guest you could get today. No, actually, I don't even know how your number appeared on my phone. I just saw Vanny, and I just pressed the button. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, and I was like, uh, do I be on a podcast? Yeah, hell yeah. And he's well, like, yeah, I'm going back from the gym. It's like, all right, bro. Fine. Because oh. I got all like ready. I, I thought I was going to have this whole episode with the homie. And then, like, I don't know. He's out on the East Coast. And now it's already like, I don't even know, like almost so, midnight. It's a, it's a bonus episode. He was like, oh, I'm headed home in 20 minutes. And then, like, that was two and a half hours ago. I'm the only one who knows. Uh, I'm the only one who I know who lies like that. Like when it comes to time and punctuality, you should just not believe anything I say. Yeah, well, fucking, I'm like part German, so I'm like on time every time. Pam, 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 pam. I do not like being late. <laughs> I didn't have a choice, man. I was like, hey, man, I'm like five minutes away. I hop out, you know, at the gym. Immediately, a cop stops me. He's just rolling on. His a cop stopped you. Bro, it was crazy. I'm on the sidewalk. He he drove his motorcycle onto the fucking sidewalk. No way. To, to do the siren thing, the whoop whoop. Like what? I got my headphones. I'm like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, he was like, you crossed and you weren't supposed to cross. And I was like, are you fucking serious? And what? the ticket's one hundred and thirty dollars. Was it? A, was it? Traffic sign. Was it a belligerent cross? No, it really wasn't, man. It was a blinking palm. I swear on my life, bro. I just wrote. Oh, I just yeah. wrote my uh, in my shitty handwriting. I just took a. I mean, it sounds. It sounds like you crossed the street without looking. I mean, uh, yeah, as I, as you do, you know, on your way out the gym to to your way on to a podcast. You See know, I have that cop to do that cop saved your life, man. Could have been a car hit you. I guess, but I you don't got know. boy, boy. You better pay your ticket to the man and say thank you. <laughs> He really was that type, though. You're like, yes, yes, thank you, sir. Can I have another? I was like, where the fuck did they find him? He didn't seem Hawaiian at all. It's like they drafted him from Texas. Probably like ex Air Force from the base out there. It was just like got a job as a cop during Dude, COVID. You're probably right. You're he was so just right. He was probably just like, I'm not going back to the mainland. Fuck this. I'm just gonna get a cop. <laughs> when you're when you're when, like ex service members, it's just like. It is express express train directly to Cop Town if you want, like instantly. Yeah. It's like okay, you just got all the service. Great, perfect. You're hired with bonus. 
It's the same job, right? Except now you're going no, 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 no. It's com- it is absolutely completely different. I mean, one of the issues with actually one of the major issues with law enforcement collectively in the United States, and I'm not like singling out an island in Hawaii. I'm just saying, like in general, one of the issues is because a lot of like people get directly out of the armed services and become a cop and there's not enough training to adjust them to being in a community that they're oh yeah 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 so they're like think everyone is basically a suspect and like they're like you know what's so crazy i literally got a video of this because i i record all my interactions with the police you never know you know um so he says, like, after he took me, I see him stop someone else, like an old gray. Oh, lady. no. I'm like, there's no way he's going to do that. And I'm just like recording. And he's like, like back up, back up. I was like, am I breaking any laws? And he's like, you're looking dangerous right now. And I'm just like, how am oh I doing? Oh, my God. He like, is stressed out, dude. Yeah. I'm like, he's, he's just like, I'm you need to get a, you, you need to just like not hang out with that guy. Dude, I'm just, I'm just like, he's the one with the gun on his hip. And I'm just walking from the gym with my headphones. And you're really about to light me up over jaywalking. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, did he search you? No, I would have lied. Right. Well, yeah, but look, at, I was in Colombia. I was in a very nice area of a nice city in Colombia, a big city, one of the big three, just walking home after dinner, walking home after dinner. And I saw these two cops and motorcycles just going over and searching every, like, searching one guy searching another guy and then they saw me see him and they just rolled up on me and searched me and i was like what are you doing and i was really upset you know what i mean because this is like ridiculous so i went down to the station the next day because i had the badge numbers and i talked to the the sergeant at the station and sergeant was like columbia law states that any Colombian police officer in any part of the country can can search anybody for any reason at any time i was like really he's like yeah there's not a constitution there's no bill of rights He's like Columbia. Every Colombian police officer is a federal police officer, and every federal police officer can search anybody within the country. I was like, I was like, all right. Well, I guess I can't really file a complaint because it's totally legal. <laughs> it's that's like, like stopping first. Like, is like so you know at, at least like you know what I mean. At least you're on a tropical island where you at least have some sort of protection through your rights as a citizen of that country. You know what you I mean? Know what, man, I'm glad you said that. That actually does make me feel better and it makes my day a little bit better. I was like fuming, bro. I was like, I cannot believe I just lost $130 to bullshit. Like, well, that stung. I'll tell you what, even if you are fuming, the person to like, you know, pick a beef with is not like the armed person with the radio that's a sworn officer that just got out of the service, the armed services. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's kind of like that guy is like he he's trying to make a point right now, dude. So you know what I mean? That's I know, bro. I know. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> I, was not I would just be that. like, all right, bro, you go on with your bad selves. I'm gonna head on out now. At the right. end of the day, you know what? I'm just grateful. You know that no shit happens, and I get to go on being me, and he has to go on being him. Hawaii, Hawaii is nice, huh? It's pretty nice. I, you know, I wake up, I go to the gym, I hit the sauna, I ride on my moped shirtless. It's, you know, it's the whole thing. See, you can ride on your moped shirtless. You just can't jaywalk. You'd be fine. Yeah, you can even drive with headphones. How many? Like, how, how many? How many? How much monkeypox? 
<laughs> as far as I know, zero. Hawaii, <laughs> Hawaii is going to be the first place to be like quarantine. Nope. Oh, yeah. All right, let's be the last to get rid of it, too. Bro, you know what's the weirdest? I heard this thing on the news today. So, like, there's however many cases and they can basically trace where they came from. And it's basically like really nasty because it's basically they're saying it's basically like people with intimate contact with each other. And it's like now there's like 40,000 cases in the U.S. or something. And it's like, you're like, wow. (laughs) That shit is like face STDs, basically. I know. I can't even like imagine. It's like face. It's basically face herpes. But it's better. It's better than COVID. No, don't you think? Fuck no. <laughs> if you catch it, if you I mean, catch I, it, it's pretty I, bad. I don't know. I know. I don't know if I ever had the Rona. I tested a lot. I traveled during the whole thing, pretty much. Had a lot of tests and a lot of exposure. I never tested positive, so I can't definitely say I know. But I would guess because they both last pretty much just as long. It's like a one to two week thing. I would rather just have like a sore throat and a little bit of a stuffy nose than like warts on my and fucking blisters on my face. You know what I mean? Like that shit's fucking does not seem nice, bro. Like I think I, I, you need a whole mask. You need a fucking body mask for that shit. (laughs) I'm serious, bro. That is not, that does not look legit. And they're like, yeah, but why is the gay community getting singled out? I was like, because the gay community gets singled out on all sorts of things. Better or worse. Yo, but I think I think the way shit is going, these diseases are just gonna get worse and worse. And I think you gotta hop on the train and get infected on the first wave so that you have immunity for all the shit that's coming. Does that make sense? Is that why you're having a gangbang at your house tonight? Yeah, monkey. You're like, fuck it, dog. You're like, hey, every gay dude off the airplane, come see me first. (laughs) (laughs) Step right up, dude. (laughs) Hey, you know what I was thinking though? Okay, so do you remember like four months ago or something? Like it was early the very like beginning beginning this year ish. And that monkey, there was that crash with that CDC van and those laboratory monkeys got out. Do you remember yeah, that? They escaped. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember that shit? And it was like, so I was talking to someone about this today and I was, and I, and I, and I like did the, the research and like the timestamp on the new art news articles. Is, <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, it's like four monkeys escaped and only three were found. And then one month later, all the articles are saying, Oh, three monkeys escaped and all three were found. So there was a missing monkey that got covered up because the CDC was just coming out of the COVID scandal. Do you know what oh, I mean? Wow. Dude, this is facts. Like you, you remember this, right? And a lady got bit. You remember this? You think it was by that one monkey? I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, do you remember this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All and you remember, remember you remember that oh, van? In my crib right now. Huh? Yeah. Do you, you remember that no, van? There's people in the crib right now. Yeah. All right. So you remember that van, right? Yes. That vanny? No, that van. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> it was headed to a CDC research facility, right? Yeah, one hundred. Okay. Do you remember what was across the street from the Wuhan wet market? No. It was no, the Institute no. of Virology, in a partnership really? with the CDC. What do you mean, really? 
Damn, bro, that's so crazy. You didn't. You don't know that there was a there was a, a, a virology institute across the street from the wet market in Wuhan. No, I did not know that. That's oh. insane. What do you mean? That was the whole thing. They're like, this had to come from a laboratory because it has traits of being from a laboratory. And the only, <laughs> the only virus research facility in China that was funded by the CDC for like cross genetic uh, virus hopping. So like how viruses can go from one animal to another was being done on coronaviruses at that laboratory. And it was the That's only insane. one, the only one in all of like Asia, I'm pretty sure, at least China, that that research right. was happening. You didn't know about this? No, I did not know. Not in that great detail. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know all this stuff. So basically <laughs> that when, when the monkeypox thing happened, I was like, wait, so the last pandemic, the last major outbreak was next to a CDC laboratory. And this is like four months after a CDC van. You know what I mean? And the first case was in New York. The crash happened in Pennsylvania. That's like right there. Yeah, that is right there. That's insane. And do you know what airport? Now the plot thickens because you know what airport the monkeys were flown into? Yep. Oh, shit. Yep. Actually, yeah. It's crazy, dude. And you're like, come on. This is ridiculous. And no one's even asking the question. Like, do you know the odds of a van with fucking lab monkeys even getting in a car accident? It's very, very low <laughs> statistically. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the odds. Impossible. No, no, no. Because you got to do the math. You can't say impossible and win an argument. You have to say improbable based on the statistical. Because you got to use numbers. Because everyone can agree oh, on yeah. a everyone can agree on a number. You know what I mean? One is one, two is two. So, you know, there's basically, it's basically like a one in several million like percent chance that a van with lab monkeys would crash and then that they would escape and then that one would bite a lady. The odds of that are, and then four, and then four months later, there's the biggest outbreak of monkeypox the world has ever seen. Like, come on, right next to where the crash was. Like, cause you got to look at it from a global (laughs) perspective. People are like, well, that's all the way in Pennsylvania. And it's like, dude, imagine you live in Europe or something and it's like, oh, research laboratory monkeys crash here. And then in the state and right next door, there's an outbreak. People would be like, oh, that seems pretty close. Yeah. Oh, it's not like the it's van. Yeah. Airport. It's not like the van crash was in fucking Argentina and the outbreak happened in New York. The van crash was literally right next door. And the outbreak happened from the airport that they flew in from. Like, duh. Duh, bro. <laughs> wow. And no one even asked the questions. No one even asked the questions. No one cares. I mean, I don't really care either. I just thought that was kind of interesting, you know? Really yeah, care. man. That's insane. I'm not even on the radar about monkeypox. It's one of those things like I just kind of tune out. Fuck yeah, bro. That's probably the, the way to go with that. I mean, I'm stupid. I'm a completely stupid guy. Low IQ. Just get a lot of sunlight, work out. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Mountain breeze and ocean waves is a lot lot healthier than COVID and monkeypox. That's right. (laughs) I mean, that is the F-A-C-T right there. Do you have my video? Are you you looking at me? I am looking at you. That's fucked up, you weirdo. Why? Because you're not looking at me? It's It's kind of a cool little image though right there, huh? 
entertaining. <laughs> From this angle, it looks like I've been working out too, bro. Black and black backdrop. Why? Most people do green or white. You different. No, that's not blue. What are you talking about? Would you call that black? Yeah, is it not black? You do not have very you, your eyesight, bro. It's not. No, is bro. It blue? Bro, that's that's that, that's that's no, bro. That's a that's a. You don't know what that is? Let us know. Uh, that's blueberry indigo. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> is is it coughing on your end or mine? Cough, bro. I don't cough. I don't sneeze. I don't fart. God damn! When I do, I do all three at once. <laughs> That's crazy. You know what I mean? I do the triple I do the triple trouble, you know what I mean? Sure, that's what they call it, huh? Yeah, man. That's the that's the trip trip, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, um, that trippy double. You mean to talk about what? question or something. I don't know. What, well, what I was gonna I mean I was I, I mean, so you left I was gonna ask you why you left LA, to be honest. Oh shit! Um, I was like, dating a girl, and I met her in Hawaii, and we were gonna try to start a new life. The Malibu one? No, you know what's so crazy was I dated her to be with this other girl. She was Fuck like, it, she dude. Hit me up, yeah, and I was like, I'm in a relationship now. Blah, 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 blah. So you just life. left? So you just left LA? You were like, yeah, nah. This city yeah, ain't well, big she, enough for the both of us. It's not big enough, and the rent is so expensive compared to what you could get elsewhere. I was just like, it has to be somewhere else. Hawaii is not cheap. Hawaii is expensive. It is expensive, but LA is like either the same or more expensive, in my opinion. Dude, in Colombia, you get like a four-course lunch with even a little dessert and fresh juice, and it's like $4.00. No way, man. Can you smoke weed there or is it all coke? So basically, weed's legal for export, but not for personal consumption, but it's de- like pretty much decriminalized. And the new oh, and the new president that's coming in next week actually is a former uh, rebel from a group, not from a, he's not a FARC, really, he's from, I think the group's called M, M6 or M5. And they were the group that basically uh, stormed Parliament. Is uh, this the British, like CIA type of thing? No, that's MI6. Oh, it's the MI6. Gotcha. Yeah, this is M5. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And they were gorillas because you know, you know, gorilla. They don't call them gorillas because they're in the forest. They call them gorillas because guerra means war. So gorilla. Oh, yeah. Vietnamese. Bless, but <laughs> Vietnamese, you speak Spanish. No, man, but I feel like gorilla war is something we, you know, we really do a lot of. Yeah, but you know, the the, tra- the word guerra is Spanish for war. Guerra, G-E-U-R, G-U-E-U-R. What does it mean? It means war. Like gorilla uh-huh. translates uh-huh. in Spanish. <laughs> it means warrior. You just said that. <laughs> yeah. 
It means wow. it means warrior. I didn't even have time to smoke before this one. Anyways, point being, the new president is a former gorilla, That's who basically hard. his his group's claim to fame is they took over uh, Congress, so they took over actually the House and the Senate because Colombia is a not a parliamentary; it's a it's a democracy here, just a straight democracy, and basically. Yeah, like held senators hostage with, uh, you know, with ARs, with assorted ARs. Damn. Yeah, but he was mostly peaceful. Like, <laughs> no, his group usually wasn't like, like the FARC did a lot of kidnapping and, and assassinations, but his group didn't do a lot. They just made that one deal with Pablo that one time, you know. Okay. But in general, they were pretty mellow. Anyways, he just got elected president. And he wants to stop all oil, all oil and mining, all mining and oil exploration okay. and replace it basically with uh, legal drug exports. That's so cool. So like Switzerland last week to Colombia's first legal shipment of marijuana was like 400 tons or something. Right. And it's not like the states where it's like legal one state, but not in the other. And it's like this weird thing. It's like federally legal here. So it's like export licenses. And he he basically wants to just decriminalize. um, You know, he basically, one of his first things he passed is no more spraying of coca fields um, because they were spraying with like, I think pretty sure glyphosate, which is banned in the US, but they were still spraying away here. He's like, yeah, you can't fumigate, can't fumigate crops anymore because it's bad for the soil, which is true. And he wants to decriminalize because yeah. he says the war on drugs is basically just hurting the lower middle class, which is true. Also true. So, so yeah. So basically, that's where it's going here as far as legality, um, which is pretty, pretty, uh, you know, pretty, pretty yeah. extreme. But it's, I mean, you have this former rebel who basically just, you know went right up the, through the system, which is like, all right, well, let's just see how far we can take democracy. Okay. <laughs> you know? And then the U.S. What's that? No, nothing, nothing. Go on, go. Well, then the U.S. is like, you know, the U.S. didn't want this guy because this guy is, you know, obviously loosely associated through his idealism with Che Guevara. And, you know, the CIA basically cut off Che Guevara's hands. And then fucking put his body wow. next to the airport when they flew out. You know about that, right? They literally did that. Okay, I can't say that. I can <laughs> say his body was found with his hands yeah. missing and severed yeah. next to the runway, the landing strip that was used to fly in and out of that. You know, four oh, okay, bad. groups flew in and out of. And after so the basic question, who would have the biggest motivation to do that? Probably capitalistic powers. And, you know. Well, I listened to the interview by the CIA officer who was interrogated Che before he died, and he was not asked what happened with the hands. But there's this documentary by a German filmmaker, and it's called like the search for Che Guevara's hands. Anyways, point being, yeah, he, you know. The CIA flew in and then the CIA flew out and then Che's body was found a few days later on buried shallow grave next to the landing strip um, with his hands missing. And, and, and the story was that they needed the hands to identify because of fingerprints. But obviously they could have just taken a finger. They obviously took the hands because it was like some fucked up torture like yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, yo, yeah. like, don't you try and pull this shit on on us. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. we'll come down here and 
we'll hunt you down and chop your hands off like jesus fuck (laughs) some dark stuff so basically let's just say the rebel groups and the u.s have not always had a really cozy relationship you know what i mean it's like that you know people don't like having their buddy's hands chopped off and now this guy has been elected president who kind of follows that same sort of idealistic marxism in a way um but the U, but the U.S. Biden called the new president like two weeks after he's elected. I was like, "Oh no, we'll we'll still work with you and stuff." So it's a little bit of a weird time down here, um, because all that. Yeah, but it seems pretty chill. And he's just like, he's just like, "Fuck oil, mining." You know, we don't want our our fucking jungle sprayed with chemicals. We're just gonna legalize basically weed and coke and send it to whoever wants it <laughs> and stop cutting down the rainforest like his he's pretty he's a he's like a rebel you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and he and he's the president now so yeah that's what's going on with that down here all um, right man so i got a question for you all right i passed things up with our boy you know and then i slide to columbia what do you Would mean you what happened with you guys Bro, am I am I a liberty to say on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, it's anonymous. Don't say his name. Don't say yours. Oh shit! Okay, for sure. I didn't know I was anonymous to be honest. Um, but basically, uh, he stopped paying rent because he didn't feel safe or whatever. Because my place got robbed, so he just stopped paying rent. So I was like, okay, that's cool. I just started paying rent by myself, but then he wanted the security deposit like on the spot uh and i told him i could give it to him at the end of the lease because the landlord technically has it and he he wouldn't accept that so i just said fuck it and i kind of just like looked dipped early and i had them keep the security deposit did he did he lose any equipment or any valuables he he, he never even moved in he never even moved in that's the thing like he was just mad like I felt like he was just being like, I don't know, like, like kind of acting like a celebrity respectfully, you know, he was like, oh, I don't feel safe in my possessions, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but he like, didn't, he didn't lose anything in the house. 100% not, but he, I guess he didn't feel comfortable like living there anymore. But even at the same time, did he I give you, like, did he give you what, what kind of agreements you have? You have a one, how many, how much was your agreement? One year or one month or. Yeah. We signed it both in our name for like one year. And it was supposed to be, you know, 50-50 the whole time. And we could use it whenever we want. And then how many months into it was the robbery? Um, shit, I want to say like six. Happy yeah, year. I mean, technically he owes you half of whatever until that time was up. Or if you guys break your lease, he would owe you yeah. half whatever the lease breaking is. Did you break your, did you break, did you get out of the lease? Yeah, I did. I did. But that's because I, I let them keep the deposit. You know, did you tell him that? Him- <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, well, why don't you just say, dude, our deposit was we left early, like we're 50 50 on this. We left early, you know, we'll split the deposit. So he would probably, get, I guess, he would get half. Oh, but so you each had 50% down on the deposit, yeah, bro. And oh, well, that's, fucking wa- that's, that's nothing, bro. It's over the water under the bridge, dude. You guys that's both took I- a loss. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's not beef, be dude. Me. That's not. That's it not. That's no me. thing. It would be for me because this shit was not even like two thousand. It was like fifteen hundred, right? Okay. No, that bro. Might be a key yeah, but sale. it's not even the money. It's the principle. Like he didn't I lose anything. That. You guys I broke the that, lease. <laughs> what, what does he think the whole point of a security deposit is? 
Dude, that's what I'm that's saying. That's why man. you give a security deposit. So if you break your fucking lease. Say, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, look, you work with real estate, you work with properties. I mean, it's just a contractual agreement, dude. I know, man. I don't think he ever had a roommate before. If I'm being real with you, I don't think he ever had to split a lease like that. So he just did not know. I'm like, bro, I don't know. I mean, I would never split a lease. That is some bullshit right there. I'll split an investment. Like, I'll invest. Like, I'll buy a place with someone. I'll be like, yo, I got a good deal on this place. You know what I mean? I found the place. You put down 60, I'll put down 40, and we'll split everything 50 50. And I'll, you know what I mean? Like, I get that. I put ten percent less on the on the, you know, on the back because I, you know, I did all the work, and then it's like if we sell the place or like whatever, then it's split. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? But I wouldn't do it like a lease because then it's like then you got multiple. You got a two. You got agreement with the your the person you're sharing lease with and agreement with the landlord. Like it's just right. No, it's not even something that you could like really like you and you're never making any yeah you're never making but, any money off it there's not there's exactly. never any profit there's never any profit to split it's just like oh yeah we're just gonna keep losing money together like so like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean who i'm talking to bro. no like, i'm not talking shit i'm on. just saying like you're probably What's paying rent forecast? right now What's i told you to forecast? buy a place the forecast is when you could have when you could have gotten a place for fucking 400k with three percent interest you should have yeah. got that shit because what's interest now seven percent you know what the difference a year is on that four percent what's four percent of 400k that's sixteen thousand dollars bro so you're 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 missing out on sixteen thousand dollars a year right now and you probably don't even have a place no i don't have a i stay at a place i ain't own in a place dude i even found you i even found you a spot in hawaii bro that was like 400k your mortgage to own it your mortgage would have been like 1800 a month dude that's the crazy that's the crazy part and you would yeah, own I it about that i could buy that outright if i really wanted to bro like you would have owned yo, it bro buy me another one is it too late <laughs> dude i found this spot there's one spot in medellin that i would buy right now if i wasn't already like invested like double invested and working on another project i found this yeah. like i found like this loft it's like a 20 i think 20th story loft overlooking the entire it's like in a nice pocket dude, i spent a lot of time in medellin bro this spot is money 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 for sure dude for sure <laughs> for sure and they only want they want like one i think 140 i think they want like 140 yeah so nice. i'll talk i'll talk about it with you off air i don't want to talk about my that business stuff because this spot hey. is like i mean i just forgot we were doing a show for a second dude but yo, 100%. it's I'm bro, not sure about that. No, no, bro. It's like I look at listings all day. All day. I got a brow, you know what I mean? I'm always looking at listings. And I just bought, you know, I bought a place not too long ago and I'm in talks for another place. And I've been looking because Medellin is top 10 cities in the world right now, like just straight up for digital nomads, uh, for for holiday, because it's got the weather. It's just it's perfect. And this spot, bro, like you could even if you didn't live there, which like it's a nice spot. Even if you didn't live there, you could still rent it out easily for like a thousand bucks a month. And when you're doing the math on that, your return on your investment is ridiculous. Like it's just money in the bank, dude. And you can always sell it for more. And the thing about Colombia is the re- the reason the, the prices are really low because they don't have they don't have like easy financing here. Like you can't just go to a bank and just get like a thirty year note. Like they don't do that here. So the prices aren't inflated at all. And this spot is like money, dude. Oh, 
it's in the perfect little pocket. It's got the view of the city. You drop right down into the, the area with all the like cafes and everything. Like, I'm thinking about flying. Like I live, I live in the kind of in the middle of the country. I live like in the middle of this triangle area. Um, yeah. Kind of in the middle of the country. It's the coffee region. It's the coffee triangle. And uh, I'm thinking about flying to Medellin to be just to, to, to see, cause I could buy it, but it would be like, I wouldn't have a lot of liquid to play with after that. And I want to keep some liquid cause I think there's going to be other good deals coming in during the recession. Like, I do think so. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask but, you about. Well, the thing is, is like this place wouldn't lose value in a recession cause the price is already low enough. And the area is already good enough. And you got to understand the cost of living in Colombia is really low. So you have a lot of people who work remotely now. (laughs) They don't go to the office. Like a lot of people, like a considerable percentage more than pre-pandemic. It's like 20 or 30% or even 40% increase. And they can live anywhere in the world. And like Medellin is always good weather. The food's always good. The cost of living is really low. And I can make just as much money and do exactly what I'm doing wherever I'm at, except I'm in a really cool place. So if it, I mean, the price is just going to go up on that. And especially because you're, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, there's just no way it's going to lose value. It's already it, like you could sell it tomorrow for more, you know, right, 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 right. you know, it's yeah. just, it's just a really good listing. Like it'll, yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was just listed this month. So, you know, so you wouldn't even see you wouldn't even say it's like banking on appreciation. It's more like you it's already under market and there's really only one way to go is up. Um yeah, well, I mean real estate in general is under market value here because it's it's basically uh you know, there's not a lot of financing. So it, I, I guess you could even say it's exact market value. Where real estate in the U.S. is inflated, the only reason it's a good deal is if you got good credit and you can extend a loan out with low interest for 20, 30 years. Because then it's right. like your interest is three percent, but inflation is six, seven, eight, nine percent. So those extra percentages is just like percents in the pocket every year. Mm, okay. It's and you're making income money off it. Plus you're renting it out, like you're getting an income on it. Like so, not only are you insuring against inflation, but you're making money. It's like. Anyways, yeah, there's one spot I would get. I wouldn't buy anything in the U.S. right now because prices are gonna rate are gonna like at least even out, and they'll probably go down because people are gonna panic when they realize what true inflation is right now. But it, it'll be a few months before the panic. But that won't change the price here. If anything, the price will go up here because it's, you're really you're really into like property outside the U.S. I'm like so baffled. No, no, not not necessarily. It's just different places at different time and different parts of the world are good for different things. You know. That's so fire. I got to start expanding my horizon, man. You get a haircut? Yeah, I do. You have been working out. Look at you, dude. Oh, I think my chest is a large or extra large now. Bro, you, you look, know. look kind of like a transformer, to be honest. Thanks, man. That's all I ever wanted to hear. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. Ever since I was little, I was like... I hope I hope someone calls me a transformer on the podcast. <laughs> He's got it. So uh, a big no, shout no, out, a, a big shout out to the uh, the transformer. Um, and thanks for being so, on here, bro. I hope to see you in Colombia. Uh, dude, please, I'm for real about that. I'm gonna hit you up about that. 
Aloha and thank you and malaho and we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. All right, Preston. All right, peace. Yeah. Peace. There we go. Another episode of Real Talk Stories. Ah. Until, until next time. Peace and love. Mwah.